0: Southeast
1: Radio's Morning Mix. Southeast Radio. Hello, Lil. Hello, Alan. Uh, Hello, Alan. Lovely to talk to you, Lil. Before we even talk uh, about what you've been through and, uh, and how you managed to, to, to pick up um, your, your original driving instructor, which I believe was presented to you by Gay Byrne, is that right? He presented you with your certificate. He did, the lovely Gay
0: Byrne. He did indeed
1: back in 2008. 2008, Lil? Yeah.
0: A long time ago, yeah. L-
1: a long time ago in Bethlehem, as they say, but but, uh, what did it mean to you then just to come through and uh, and to receive the certificate, and is it true what I said you were the first woman in Ireland to receive the certificate?
0: I was the first woman, uh, Alan, to be registered as an ADI. There was about um, 40 across the country who received the certs, but I just happened to be the first lady, and then there was a gentleman from Clodair. He was the first gent to register as an ADI. In other words, we had got through our three stages of testing for to, be re, to become a, a now national, stay registered um, uh, instructor, which was a new thing, totally new thing at the time. And um, you, you had to go through three different stages, which were set up, set up by the RSA and get through the three of them in order to prove that you could be a, a good and regulated uh, instructor.
1: Well, we've lots to talk about, but now let's talk about the icy mornings and the advice that you would give, particularly there's a lot of people who recently just received their driver's lessons, they're out there on the N plates and there's a lot of people out in the L plates and they may still need to go for the driving instruction today. What advice do you give, Lil, uh, on these cold and frosty mornings?
0: Well, I, I give this advice even in the summer um, time because you know they might be out on the road during the winter time, and they've already passed their test, or you're not with them, and somebody else is with them, and and they may not really know what to do. So basically, I always say, you know, don't drive on a frosty morning, obviously, unless you have to, and you can plan for a frosty morning um, if, if at all possible, like if you have a garage to put your car into or if you try and put your car into a more sheltered area at night time. Um, I always remember my poor mother used to always park her car under the big yard light at home in the yard with the light shining on it all night. Um, you can do things with your car to try and protect it so that it doesn't get as as cold as it could be if it's just left out in, you know. But well, everyone doesn't have that facility. So um, the best thing that you can do is be winter ready with your car is basically, is
1: what I advise people. Yeah, um, and, and that means a, a proper health check on your car, doesn't it? This is the time to get the car serviced. And uh, again, I know when I've spoken to the SIMI uh, and the AA, they've always talked about car maintenance. So i let you refresh people's memories today, please.
0: Well, what I would say is, like, you should always get your car serviced uh, regularly anyway, especially if it's an older car. Like a newer car will warn you and remind you, you know, your service is due up. You'll see that little um, spanner icon on your on your dash that'll say, you know, your, your service is due. But um, it's always good to have your car well serviced. But coming into the winter, you can prepare for the freezing period over, over time, you know. Have your oil, proper oil, check that, that the oil in your car is for your car. Not, don't just top it up with any old oil, you know, make sure it's the proper oil. Have your uh, windscreen washer full, you know, with um, the windscreen washer in it, which has uh, um, it stops it from freezing. You know, the, the washing up the washing liquid in it stops it from freezing. Um, Make sure that your tyres are properly inflated and, of course, make sure that you have proper tyres, that your tyres are, are, you know, not down ready to be changed. You know, have good tyres for the winter and have them properly inflated, that, you know, under-inflation or over-inflation, you don't have the same um, uh, grip on the road, you know, and... Have, have um, your emergency pack in, in your car as well, like your jump leads, or there's even a new um, lovely pack that everyone should nearly get now. Uh, I got my husband one actually for Christmas, and it's a little power pack that you charge up inside, but it has the jump leads on it, so you don't actually need another vehicle yeah. to jump start your car if you need to do that. Oh, that sounds uh, great. You can carry that.
1: Yeah, that sounds really good. Uh, Actually, uh, I brought my daughter back to Dublin uh, over the weekend, and on the way back, the car told me to take her. The cars nowadays, they nearly talk to you, don't they? They do.
0: (laughs) And some of them will drive for you, apparently.
1: Really? I haven't got one that drives for me yet, but but this one was telling me to take a break and take a rest, which I did do. I pulled into one of the layboys, but these are wonderful developments, aren't they, within modern cars?
0: They are, and they also have, you know, um, brake and stabilisation and that kind of thing. Like the, the the newer cars have, my car, for example, I had it um, planned for during the night. I have an app on my phone and I can plan during the night. I I heated up my car twice during the night, but I was asleep, you know. Really? Um, yeah. Yes, you can turn on your your preconditioner car during the night, have it defrosted when you go out in the morning. But like that's the newer cars, you know. So the older cars are the ones that need to be um, minded. Mm. Like the newer cars will tell you loads of things, and as I have just said, like you can pre pre tell them what to do, and yes, take your coffee break. I would see that a lot in my car, for example, because I would have a lot of learners who would yeah. be, you know, going slower, maybe not steering correctly, and uh, up on, uh, in, on the dash will pop, you know. Maybe you should have a coffee
1: break. Okay. Um, look, uh, will you still take people out in this cold snap? Because they have to learn to drive in these conditions, don't they? So I, I presume you don't stop doing driving lessons in on, in weather like this, Lil?
0: No, you don't. You have to, you know, uh, you, you have to be prepared. Now, the don't do driving tests if the frost testers decide if the frost is too bad, if the streets are too dangerous but you do have to learn to drive in the rain and the dark and if it's frosty so I would take people out in um, a pre-run area, a peri- an area I have already assessed to see that you know you can't put somebody into a dangerous situation that they wouldn't be capable of taking ca- handling but also like with the dual controls in the car you can set to a certain amount but that doesn't stop somebody from jumping on the brake and then ending up in a skid, you know. So, ideally, you you assess the area and you go slow, you take them slowly and Mm. that's what you should be doing anyway in frosty weather. You should be going, giving yourself that extra 15 minutes
1: Yeah, you're getting a bit of reaction this morning, Lil. I have a comment from a listener who says, I've been driving now for over 27 years, and while I totally support an initiative to reduce road accidents and deaths, I don't fully agree with reducing speed limits. I believe our speed limits are well within the European limits. I actually feel the limits in our motorways are already too low. I think our government needs to look at early education to driving within school curriculum. A massive improvement also needs to be made to our roads and motorways to accommodate the volume of vehicles that are now out there. I believe reducing speed limits is an easy get-out-of-jail card for the government. What are your thoughts on the current speed limits as a matter of interest, Lil? Are you happy with them, or do you think they should be reduced or increased?
0: How long do you have, Alan?
1: <laughs> All right. I'll yeah, I have to bring you back, on because I, I have a few minutes, yeah, but you can talk. Look no, um
0: speed limits, it, it, it's not just speed limits, in my opinion, that are, you know, accidents are caused by people who are driving, and people walking, and people who are cycling. And my opinion is that there are areas, certainly, that the speed limit should be reduced. Um, and there should be... The, 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 basically, there should be an ordinance survey, people out there, looking at every road in the country and deciding 80 kilometres out on Fort Mountain or on the road to Curriclough, 80 kilometres an hour, is that good enough? Is that too fast? Is it, is it too slow? Um, it, people should also be educated... Schools should be educating people to a degree, but most schools and teachers are not driving instructors either. I mean, they're there to impart information. So, like, if the road limits are to be changed, I think it is going to be up to the local councils to decide what limits are going to be on what roads. But doesn't common sense come into it an awful lot as well? You know, I mean... I shouldn't just drive um, into a bend at 80 kilometres an hour when I don't know, but I'm going to meet Alan coming towards me with two dogs right? and a, a lorry on the other side of the road, you know. Mm-hmm. So there's common sense all around, both by the NRA, the RSA, you know, like it's a par- it's, it's a partnership that everyone should kind of um, tie into. And the speed limit, Areas, a lot of people are panicking, and, and, and maybe it's a little bit of an knee jerk reaction as well right. to, to so many deaths coming up, like to the end of 2023, which was the, the highest number of deaths in, in, in a long time. Hmm. You know, I mean, we must be doing something right that
1: our, our deaths have reduced so much in the last number of years. Like, yeah, so and I can stop you for a second, because in 2008, the year that you qualified, um, the year that Gabe Byrne, the great Gabe Byrne, presented you with your certificate, and a man from Kildare, I'm told as well, um, the the road fatalities in the year 2008 were 280 and the population of the country was 4.5 million. In 2023, uh, sadly, it was 180, but it was still 100 down on that year 2008 and in 2022 it was 155 so i think the point you're trying to get out there Lil, is we need to get back to the the lowest figure possible
0: obviously like you know if we had no deaths in ireland wouldn't we be the first country in the world to have no deaths in ireland from road fatalities? you know i mean like yes in 2008 the death the death's from road fatalities were two hundred and eighty but our population was four point five now obviously it wasn't four point five million cars on the road but we did reduce it from two thousand and eight to two thousand to 2023, to 180, which was still too high. Like in 2022, it was only 155 or around there, if my memory's right. But the population in Ireland in 2023 was over 5 million. So there's more cars on the road, more vehicles. I mean, it's not all cars, obviously. Um, So to get down, like the driving instruction has come so good over the years and the the instructors are out there phenomenal and like all my colleagues that are out there we all try to do as good a job as we can but again it's a partnership between the schools, uh, parents sponsors, guardians and instructors and ideally there's a lot of factors involved in an accident and I remember Maya Doherty saying one time Who used to be the head, the CEO of the the, um, RSA? That there's no such thing as an accident, that's a collision. But nobody ever went out, in my opinion, to cause an accident.
1: Right. Um, no. I have to wrap it and I'm going to invite you back on over the coming weeks as well, but I need to just very quickly get you to summarise the key points in regards. Uh, one or two listeners missed what you said earlier on about what you need to do before you start your car today, but there's one comment from Michael and that uh, I'd like to bring to you and get your reaction. Michael says uh, accidents are partly caused by inconsiderate drivers, those who drive on the white line and have 10 cars plus behind them, cyclists who won't let cars pass, lorries and tractors that one Pull in, etc., 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 and I'm sure Michael speaks for a lot of people who have a similar thought process. There, what do you say to Michael? Because I think a lot of people would agree with him. I'd agree with him.
0: This is where I'm saying it's a partnership. Everyone on the road, like it's a partnership between everybody and common sense, and nobody. Like if I have somebody out on the road doing a lesson, and we have to drive on the road, but we're actually um, causing a tailback, I will always get my um, learner. pull in, let the tailback move on and then, you know, safely pull out again Um, you know, tractors anyone, somebody driving on the white line I mean, that's not safe driving uh, somebody who's caused my tail back. You know, a bit of courtesy won't do anyone any harm, you know. Yeah. And as you said there, to sum up what people should do, like, on, on this kind of morning, some of the things, you know, when you get into the car and the car's all um, misted over in the morning, there's a very simple thing like um, the, the little the, the um, humidifier pack. You can leave them in your car on the dash. Basically, they'll soak up the moisture in the morning. Have your car winter ready. Have your scraper ready to defrost your car. Don't ever drive looking out in a little hole in your windscreen. You know, you must be able to see all around you in your car when you're driving. Have your uh, emergency pack in your car, like your you know, your jump leads, your uh, warm jackets, you know, your hand pack, your your um, and a phone charge. Yeah. Make sure your phone is charged, especially if you're going on any long journeys. And give yourself extra time.
1: And never ever put hot water in the windscreen, isn't that right? You'd crack it.
0: Yes. (laughs) <laughs> and and never ever either put hot water on your um, if your door is sealed or if your lock is sealed on your on your handle yeah. don't ever put hot water on it it can damage your paint you know a little spray of um, water with a bit of rubbing alcohol on it. And it'll, it'll defrost
1: it for you. Safe driving, Lil. Congrats on being the very first registered female uh, approved driving instructor all those years ago. Wish you well for the future. I thoroughly enjoyed talking to you this morning, and I know the listeners enjoyed listening to you as well. And we'll talk to you again. Have a, uh, You're safe, more
0: than welcome, uh, Alan. Safe driving, Lil.
1: Good morning to you now.
0: Thank
1: you. Take care. Southeast Radio's morning mix.